Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday, I'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits uh, with the help of Marla Williams and Kasara Deline. And each week, we highlight a musician. And joining me this morning is Tracy Gorman. Good morning, Tracy. Good morning. You've been on my show two times? This is your third? I, think. I believe so. Yes. Well, who's that musician or that band? <laughs> that would be my son, Nate Gorman. He's in a band called Coastal Cleanup. And um, they're really good. And we have history. We have lots of history, you and I, Tracy. I want you to tell the listeners how you and how and when you met me. Okay. Um, wow. That was so long ago. <laughs> I'm feeling my age. Um, my son was probably, this is Nate Gorman in the band, uh, probably eight or nine around there. And he was having some, um, issues with, you know, like a lot of boys do trying to pay attention in school and, you know, that kind of thing. Plus he was having some strange dreams about, being a Chinese soldier or something. And he kept bringing that up over and over. So I thought I'd do something unconventional and take him to Dina, who um, was an intuitive counselor. And um, I, I remember him talking about your meeting a lot. He, he really enjoyed it. And you did the, the crystal readings then, and um, you really helped him. So you brought some past life um, information to him that, you know, children are more open to that kind of thing. So it, um, it really did help him and it, it helped him to focus a little bit better too. So that's how we met. And I had lots of eight-year-olds come to me with the same kind of bouncing into this lifetime with war oh, okay. memories and PTSD. I mean, some kids knew what napon was. Um, some were, wow. you know, girls that knew they were boys but he, I just saw a past life with them, and we talked about it. And then I did also some other events, and you showed up one time. It was at a church in Snohomish, and I was doing my readings, and he came over to my table. I, and he says, you know, Dina, the other day I was going to sneak up on the counter and get some cookies, and Metatron told me to get down. <laughs> Metatron is an angel, and this mm-hmm. is an 8-year-old telling me about an angel that I don't even think he should know the name of the angel. So it was pretty cool, and you – I guess the doctors were wanting to prescribe. They, yeah, of course. Well, it wasn't just the doctors that the teachers thought he should be tested. So we did test him. And, you know, there's not even really a formal test for ADD or ADHD um, that you just check the boxes and then they decide to put you on drugs. And so we decided against drugs. Um, of course, he tested, you know, for ADD. But um he did not um, take any type type of medication, so that we were happy to be able to manage that without it. And the joy of my heart singing right now is doing prescriptions with the kids like that. I prescribe music, art, creativity. Yes. I did all these these things. And uh, Maggie Magdalene, she was from um, Snohomish, and she's been on the show many times. She's a musician, but I started a music event for her and Alexander Bishop from Wired and Unplugged Coffee Shop. And mm-hmm. that would have been like 14 years ago. And the last one, guess who played there? And I watched Kirk. him. No, your son played oh. it. Oh, he did? 
and oh, you okay. I remember I was with Mr. Connor and we came to visit at the Snohomish uh, Music Festival, Taste of Music. Oh, right, right, yes. And I got to see him play music. And in, if you would have medicated him or something, he would not be that boy. He'd be a whole different child. And it was just so, yeah. gosh, rewarding that, you know, I was just telling Benny, if you do good things, you know, it reverberates. It's, it's called energy, right? So that was really cool. <laughs> and then he was on the show. Yes, he was. Yep, with his band member. <laughs> Anyways, yep. I love doing this show. And the other day I saw that you were at a city ranch. Yep. And so I'm like, you've got to be on my show. And my voice keeps telling me not to book anybody until the light goes on. And so joining us this morning is Sharon Sananda. And yes. that's your sister. And where did you meet me? Or where did you see me? Like in person. Where did I see you in person? Yeah. It, I met you first in Snohomish when Tracy and I went to visit you in your office when you were had the, the office doing intuitive counseling. I went there to visit you first. And then we hooked up again in Kauai when I took a trip there and you just happened to be there. Bad and we hung out there. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> and when I was doing healing work, or, you know, I was at that time, Tracy and I were in a networking group. And the, the stuff that I did was a little bit woo-woo for the group, even though they all <laughs> eventually came and saw me or brought someone to me. Um, and then she, she mentioned that her sister was a little woo-woo. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> A lot woo-woo. <laughs> She's a lot woo-woo. <laughs> yeah. And now we're all woo-woo. I love it. <laughs> yes. We all are sisters. So uh, tell, Sharon, tell the listeners what it is that you do. Of course. I'm in the Portland area and I'm a, I have a practice here as a psychic medium, a hypnotherapist. I specialize in past life therapy. And um, I teach courses and classes on all kinds of metaphysical subjects and also have an academy. And um, Tracy and I take paranormal photos together. We have a company called the Orb Sisters and, and a collaboration, and we get lots of, lots of very cool stuff. And um, I just, I'm all about the woo-woo. That's my life. I do this full time. <laughs> it makes more sense if you, if you kind of go there. And I have something in common. Um, you, you kind of were born this way. And so it, it was strange and weird, but your dad passed away, and that's when you kind of had him come to you, or? Yeah, um, our stepdad passed in 98, and we were really close, and um, not long after that, I had also had a near-death experience. And um, when he passed, I started having spontaneous out-of-body experiences, and I didn't know what they were. I was going through sleep paralysis and leaving my body and feeling like someone is in the room with me, but I didn't know anything about this. Tracy and I were raised Catholic, and we were very good Catholics, I guess you could say. And so <laughs> I knew that there was something, some some God, some powerful, all-knowing being that was taking care of me, because I probably should have died a long time ago. I was a partier and everything like that. But I didn't um, follow the Catholic ways of teaching that God or Jesus is outside of you, that type of thing, or any any saints or anything like that are outside of you. Uh, it just didn't feel right to me. So <clears throat> when uh, when our dad passed, I needed to know that he was still existing, living. I needed to know that. I, I just couldn't accept the fact that he was gone. So our mom I had a friend who was a psychic and her claim to be a psychic, and, and she was. Um, in her own way. And uh, 
talked us into getting mom and I getting a Ouija board to contact dad. <laughs> yeah. And so, so mom and I got on the Ouija board and, um, it was, uh, it was moving with her and I'm, uh, touching it, but as soon as she would take her hands off of it, it would just fly with just my hands on it, it would fly across the board. And we ended up contacting dad. There was just way too much that was coming through that wasn't dad. And I was feeling him very strongly. And so, um, after, so I, then I started having out of body experiences. All that started happening. And I was reading every book, book I could get my hands on on uh, mediumship. George Anderson, James von Prague, and all those people. Um, and uh, and so things started happening within me. Then when mom passed, I got an angel board because I'm like, hey, this is a cool way to connect. I really enjoyed it. And I believe that spirit boards get a bad rap and you really need to know what you're doing and they're not for kids. It's just, to me, it's just another tool. And I actually teach about these types of tools. And I'm sure, Dina, you do the same thing type of thing. But where, um, you know, you have to know what you're doing when using, when contacting spirits. Well, when, and why are you contacting spirits? You want to make sure it's for your own information and not running around communicating with people you do not want to communicate with. <laughs> right. Be right. careful. You're opening up that portal. You're opening yes. up a doorway. And these, and I just see these are just people, right? Mm -hmm. And most of them want to contact us and, and let their loved ones know that they're okay, that they still exist. So that's what happened. And um, the door opened. I had a near-death experience in 2001. And uh, all those, everything started flooding to the surface. And I remembered uh, extraterrestrial contact as a child, that type of thing. All, all my memories came because I didn't remember a lot of my, most of my childhood. And so all these memories started flooding to the surface for me. Yeah, and I, because I, I'm reading your story, and I, I know I this is we are in Factoria, right down the road, Eastgate. I was about five. I had bad asthma, and I had an inhaler, mm -hmm. and I remember dying because later on I realized I was floating, and I heard the dentist screaming because I wasn't breathing, and so basically I was out for a while, and then he, I remember him being like put in their chart, no more on gas or what, none, you know, none of that, blah blah blah, and then as I meditated, I got older I started uh, remembering that moment right and I think that's when I got kind of strange <laughs> you know leaving my body and coming back talking to angels weird things I did as a child but as an adult because I meditated for 10 years I learned to communicate and they came through to me too on the other side and so when my dad crossed he came to me and wanted me to apologize to my mom mm. oh she did not like that <laughs> And she didn't believe it happened, and she thought I made it up. And we're talking when I was, like, 30 years old. So it's, like, one of those things I, I have to be really careful with this. It's like, I think it's a gift. I don't know. It's something. But tuning our instrument, right? So know when and how to use it. What do you think about that? Oh, I agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can um, – and I teach classes on it, too. And, and people that are wide open, because I was wide open, and I ended up um, – having some, uh, what we call, what we could call a quickening or Kundalini awakening, that type of thing, which is super, super intense. And I wouldn't recommend it <laughs> for anybody, but I'm glad it happened for me because it helped blow me wide open and, and, it, and embrace my gifts and my abilities. But, but yeah, um, a lot of people who are wide open, like I was, don't know how to, how to control it. Yeah. And, you know, that type of thing. So setting boundaries, it was the first thing my guys taught me and I was doing the same thing. I was in meditation 
every night and learning from my guides how to um, how to deal with what was going on. And, and slow and steady wins the race. Cause I've had many clients go to some retreat, have that Kundalini thing, and mm-hmm. they sometimes they they had to go. Their people put them away, you know, and then they had to get out. So super careful, and that's why I I like the teaching the most like I'd like to teach people how to communicate with on the other side teach people to have intuition teach people to uh read themselves or be their own guru I love that book be their own guru so Tracy how did you start opening up and move oh I remember too like you started doing art which you did you started doing creative things so how did you start moving towards being the orb sisters okay well um actually I've done art since grade school (laughs) but you know, just for fun. And then I started a pet portrait business um, a few years ago. So then did it professionally. Um, But how I got into orbs, my sister invited me to a ghost retreat in Seabet, Washington. And um, I was a stay-at-home mom at the time. And I was you know, surrounded by mediums and orb photographers and that kind of stuff. And, and I was really out of my element, but it was still fun. And so I decided, well, I'm going to, you know, take a few pictures here and there. And so people had their cameras out and they were trying to take orb pictures. And I pulled my phone out and just snapped a couple shots. And I saw these two ribbons of light moving in front of, in the display on the phone not with the naked eye, but I saw them moving um, in a ribbon-like pattern, and I captured them in two shots, and it was just like a, um, I can't describe it, it's a, it was a bright energy, um, and you could tell there was two of them, so kind of like blobs, but not really blobs of energy, and that was intriguing to me so and nobody was in front of me so at first I thought somebody had waved their hand or something in front of my phone but nobody was in front of me so the next day we went into the old inn there and we went up the stairs and my sister said take a picture down the stairs you know pointed down the stairs so we I took my phone out and we were looking through the phone display and we saw these two balls of light come like bouncing up the stairs through the display, we could see them. And I took, got a shot of those too. And we both looked at each other and said, did you see that? And so we thought, yeah, something weird is going on. So we went down below uh, the the, uh, first floor and my sister said, stand over here. I want to take your picture. And she, she picked her phone up and she saw those two balls of light in the display of the phone come from the stair area and shoot behind my head but she didn't, she wasn't able to capture them. So she saw them again. So there was something following me around. um, And she said, those were for you. So I was very intrigued. So it took about another year before I actually saw orbs and I started using my camera instead of my phone. And I took our um, Christmas photo in our front living room and there were orbs in the photo and they were mostly around Nate the musician. I was say, you took Nate's angels to that that event <laughs> they were like Go. yeah you took the it angels. seems like it yeah. there was something there um so I saw orbs in that photo and that intrigued me and it was about a year later when I started doing some experiments with cameras and 
uh, reading a lot of books about orbs, orb photography. The Orb Project book was the first one I read, which is more of a scientific view, because I'm kind of on that side of, you know, the you're, scientific You're a Capricorn? Part. You a Capricorn? I'm a Capricorn, <laughs> yes. So I read up on it, and I just started take, taking pictures outside at night in my yard, and I was using cameras instead of my phone, because they seemed to pick up the orbs a lot better. And just went from there. And that was in 20, 2018, 2017, I believe, is when I started. So it's been about five years. Wow. I mean, yeah. I just like our story. Our story yes. is good. And it keeps it keeps getting bigger. But we're going to take our, our first break. And then we're going to come back and talk about where you visited last and some more woo-woo. You're listening to Lift Your okay. Spirits with Dina Marie. Stay tuned. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whidbey Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit earthsanctuary.org or the Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. So are you feeling down? Well, give yourself the gift of relaxation and better health. The Energy Genesis is a safe 360-degree healing chamber that uses a pleasant combination of light and sound frequencies to create a resonance of peace and tranquility. Within minutes, your body eases into a deep state of rest and begins to gently heal and reconnect to spirit. To learn more about Energy Genesis Therapy and all of its benefits, visit EnergyGenesisSeattle.com. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie, and I am with the Orb Sisters. Hey, when did you guys start thinking about that, Sharon? The Orb Sisters. We, uh, James Gilliland from the SETI Ranch, <laughs> he called us the Orb Sisters because every time we go there, we've been there about five times now, the SETI Ranch at the base of Mount Adams. Every time we go there, he say, oh, there's the Orb Sisters. He coined it for us. So we ran with it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. He's been on the show before. And I yes. actually got dumped there and doing a retreat with Kay Pacha and got to hang out with the, the them 
in, in their house for a week with uh, 60 healers from around the world. And I saw the most amazing things there. And my, my, my favorite thing is in the morning, I'd get up at 5 and I'd go running. And I, I'm sure you guys know where that covered bridge is when you go down the road by the river. Mm-hmm. And I'm running, and all of a sudden I start crying. And, and they say to me, light beings, we need more of you to show up in physical form to bring light to this world. And I'm just like, I'm bawling. <laughs> I don't even know why. So I know there's some porthole there at Adam, Mount Adams, and it's a pretty powerful place. So you've been there yeah. five times, and you just went, what, last week? Again? Last month. Last month, okay. About three weeks ago, something like that. Cool. So uh, what was going on there? I haven't been there for a couple years now, so I don't. There's always a lot going on there. Mm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's really nothing. We just decided, we just picked that weekend and went. And did you see any Bigfoots? (laughs) I know that. They always talk about that. No. Tracy, you think she heard one, though. Yeah, I heard I heard a strange sound in the middle of the night, and I, you know, at first you think, oh, that was a bird, but usually you don't hear birds in the middle of the night, so I don't know, who knows? But yeah, I don't know. Do, does your audience know what a SETI ranch is? Nope, because you're gonna tell them right now. Okay, because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what it was a few years ago. Um, it's E C E T I, so enlightened contact with extraterrestrial intelligence ranch it's in trout lake washington and you can go and sky watch for i think it's what 10 bucks or something like that just to go watch the skies and they see lights going in and out of the mountain on the mountain in the sky um all kinds of paranormal activity the orb activity is off the charts so we get pictures of orbs that fill the entire frame and um it's just an amazing place. The energy is amazing and you don't have all those EMFs, you know, all around and it's so quiet and, and, um, and super dark and it's a sovereign nation. So basically yes. they're a sovereign nation. I drive up and I'm like, okay, they're a sovereign nation. Not really know what, what this is all about, but I was actually running this event. So I got to talk to James and, and be in the house with them and, you know, just they're pretty sustainable, you know, they like everything mm-hmm. they eat is really healthy but you, you see this beautiful mountain, and the first night we were there, there was a big thunderstorm, so we all went to our tents or wherever we were staying, and we w- waited. We waited for two hours because it wouldn't stop, and finally there's nothing. And then um, the kid, Nate, that was working there at the time, came and got me, and he had night vision g- goggles and towels to wash all these the, the field, you know, the chairs there. And he said, watch, watch, just keep watching. And so what I, I saw to the left of the mountain was a cloud formation getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And finally, I saw like a, a W. That's what I can say. It's a green W in the sky behind it. And then I saw those ships or whatever they were going into the mountain. And it was like, I, I, I now I think maybe they created the cloud, you know, because they can make clouds now. But it was just like I never have seen anything like it. And with the night vision goggles on, it's, it's it was trippy. And then that next morning when I had that, that revelation about light beings and them wanting to work through us. That's when I figured out where I was at because <laughs> I, we were supposed to go to Scalatu retreat like somewhere else. And we all ended up at that ranch and it was just the most, most um, eye opening third eye opening I think I've ever had. Plus I was around all these healers. Um, and I guess my lesson to what was by the looking at the mountain, how important it is to have your higher chakras open 
yet keep your feet on the ground. I mean, you have to be grounded. And some of the, the healers were not grounded. They were running around all crazy <laughs> and they were saying and doing things and things weren't going the way they wanted. Their grounding wasn't there. So it's good to be psychic, intuitive, being a medium. But the, the lower chakras is, are, are just as important for your health yeah. and, and balance. So what do you think about that, Sharon? Oh, I totally agree. Yeah, that was my problem 20 years ago. I wasn't grounded. <laughs> and so I, I know how important it is, definitely. So how do you keep yourself grounded? I do meditation with bringing in golden light from above and sending it down through my body, through my crown, all the way down, my chakras, all the way down through my feet into the ground and um, send it down into the core that grounds me. I do that every day. And um, also I, I bring white light up from the planet and send that up through my body and up through my chakras and, and send it uh, through my crown all around me. I like to end it with my feet as roots in, mm -hmm. in the earth. Red earth ground me is what I say. Light beings surround me. Um, nice. The thing is, too, uh, people will do, like say, you're at the beach too much, Dina. You're at the beach. No, no, no. I need to lay on the ground. Like even if I go for a walk, I bring like a throw and I'll in my backpack and I will lay on the ground. I mean, there's something about that physical contact and it makes my head. It's almost like I can't even tell you what it's like. It's like breathing again. You know, like you're not breathing, then all of a sudden you are. And lately things are speeding up and um, energies, the EMFs that Tracy, uh, uh, Tracy, tell the listeners what EMF is. Because the other day, day someone thought I, I made that up. What's an EMF? <laughs> Electromagnetic frequency. It comes from everything that we're around, all the appliances, our phones, our computers, and it's Wi-Fi. It's constantly going through our body and it can cause health health issues so that's one thing that a SETI ranch they they don't have microwaves there um you know that's another one that emits a lot of emfs so when you're away from that um your body just feels different and and also one thing james gilliland said too um is to go barefoot a lot to stay grounded yeah. so i try to do that Especially in the winter, because that's when we're like your foot, your foot goes on carpet or cement and then shoes. And mm -hmm. so take your, your shoes off and actually just sit there for a little bit in the earth. And then yeah. also, mm -hmm. I know with children, ADHD, all the initials that you have, the worst thing for them is EMFs. They, I, I agree. I can't yeah. have lights on. I don't like to be like in a grocery store with those lights. There's, there's so many places that I feel it and it, it actually hurts me. So when I go home at night, my kids are like, well, mom's home. She's going to turn off the lights and the television. I light a candle and we all sit in the dark. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. crazy, but that's what we used to do and play games because I can't sit in front of a television. It just, it, I can't. It yeah. hurts. I can't. I mean, yeah. It really does hurt. So EMFs, for people who don't know what it is, you know, if you're like in a stadium with 30,000 cell phones, I can't go. I can't do it. I just, I can't. But you can't see it. And so the things you can't see that are actually real to me, they're intangibles, right? And so let's talk about uh, uh, talking to the other side, Sharon. <laughs> how, how, do, how can people learn to talk to the loved ones that have crossed and be their own medium? Sure. Well, the first thing that I learned is to trust what you're getting because I've learned that our loved ones after they cross are usually trying normally, almost always actually, trying really hard to let you know that they are still existing and still alive. And so 
um, a lot of people that, that I talk to that come to me, you know, they, they might tell me or, or the other side might tell me that there was a message that they were giving them. Oh, you know, well, I thought I heard this or I thought I heard that or I thought that this was from my mom or I thought that this was from my dad, but I kind of figured I was making it up. And it's, you know, sometimes it's, it's kind of subtle, but the more you trust it, and, and I always tell them the first person or first thing that comes to your mind, that's pretty much always what it is. But the more you trust it, the more your channel opens up and you'll be able to get um, more clear messages and, it, and signals, synchronicities, that, that type of thing. So I've learned that our loved ones want us to know. They want us to know they're good, they're okay. And, um, and, and to be happy for them normally because they're home. <laughs> And synchronicities, yeah. if people don't know what that is, that's like three winks. And you, like my friends say, you can't make this it up. You just can't make it up. It's just too yeah. weird what just happened, Dina. And that's how you know spirits, a wink from the universe. You're getting it. So if, like you said, yeah. open that channel. First of all, ask. You don't get it unless you ask. And I tell my clients to get a picture of the person when they were healthy. Healthy and happy. And even maybe kiss it before bed. And you're, sometimes your dreams. I can't tell you how many people said, Dina, oh, God, I had a retreat with a man in Kauai. Last day, he goes, my mom came through to me because she had just passed. Mm -hmm. And oh, my arm hairs said, um, <laughs> he, he goes, I'm on an airplane and I'm flying. And she said, OK, you're good. You can fly on your own now. And I'm like, this is a guy that doesn't believe in any of my stuff. And we were on a trip that he rented a car, but his eyesight was bad. So I had to drive everywhere. And he goes, Dina, just don't make me eat lentil soup. And I'm like, what the heck? Why would I make you eat lentil soup in Hawaii? And so we opened the trunk about an hour later one can of lentil soup rolling around in the car. Okay, you can't make it up. And my friend had actually taken his life, and his last video with me had Tamba on it. So as I opened the trunk, not only did we see the soup, but we saw the sticker Tamba. It's a surfing company thing. And we he was a non-believer. But during our healing session, what we realized is that he and I went to school together, and we had a really good friend, but we lost touch because he went to the Army. Well, she passed away while he was gone in the Army and always had this horrible feeling because he never said goodbye. And then she came through. And it was like, it was this most, I'm, see, I'm still my arm hairs. Okay, I'm just, it was just so many wings from the universe that he could not be, a, um, a he had to be a believer. And so when he got home, it was so funny because he was going blind, right? He was going blind. And he lost his job, so he had to get eye surgery, and now he can see. It was just, it's just like now he can see, and his mom says now he can fly. It, but mm. it was all the, the winks, and if we can train people to keep their crown, third eye, and throat chakra open, and mainly your heart, because you have to have that altar, which is practicing self-love, then, 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 then you, you, you can get your own advice from above. And Nate was born with it, you know, and he was not appreciated by his teachers <laughs> and see that's what breaks my heart i mean when these kids come here with this gift and god bless tracy for opening up to it and being who she is and being a very good mother because look what she did <laughs> look what oh, she did thank you <laughs> it's a success story and i think gosh you guys could just teach a class on you know having those type of kids being um listened to and and, and mm -hmm. give them the arts and help them I call it fostering in the olden days 
in Ireland, we'd foster the kids that were seers and intuitives and they became the priestesses, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, when he picked up a guitar, I think it was maybe he was 14 or so and just started teaching himself how to play. And he admits that that, that really saved him just playing the guitar because he could transfer all his energy into that playing. And um, I think that's true for a lot of musicians, you know, that are struggling with focusing and that type of thing. So. And, and when he first started talking about past lives and dreams, I mean, it, it wasn't something that you're, you're like, oh yeah, great. I get it. Get it. So over time you, you opened up to that. Me. Mm hmm. Um, oh, no, I, I understood it from the beginning. I was open to it. Um, I just, you know, I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know what, what, where to go to. And, you know, what do we do from there? And but I was open to what he was telling me. Um, you know, our older son, Nick, he, he had some paranormal um, experiences as a child too and I was I always listened to him and didn't tell him you know oh you're just making things up you know like some parents do oh you had a nightmare you know don't worry about it so I've always been open to listening to to things that are different um, and you know so yeah I mean it's everybody has their own journey and I can't judge an experience that a child's having because they're not doing it. Um, they don't have an agenda behind it. No. It's just their experience. And they turn out to be our teachers, our greatest teachers. I have two, exactly. two children that are super psychic and scary. Mike is one of them and my daughter, Sharissa. And then April's very em empathetic. But her whole mm -hmm. life, she's been the mother. She takes care of everybody. And it was probably like a year ago, Mom, do you think I'm an empath? She's like 35 or something. I'm like, I've been telling you that this whole time, but never mind. <laughs> actually in my book yeah. as an empath, but it's all good. So it's, uh, right. yeah, they, they live and learn. And I just, now she, she needs to say no more often, but yeah, that's a, that's another thing. Do you think you're an empath, Sharon? Oh, definitely. Yeah. All my life I've been able to feel what other people feel and I didn't know it. I didn't know until in my forties that that's what was going on. And that's where the yeah. grounding comes in. Because when I first started doing Reiki, all my higher chakras were so open. Yay, my heart was open. And I started getting really mm -hmm. chubby because I kept taking everybody home with me. It was like everybody's energy was, I took it on. I didn't, I didn't know how not to take it on. And it, I learned um, to uh, separate that with my clients and the grounding and letting it go. And then I learned to do it with my kids. Super fun to just be not attached to outcome when it comes to your children or try mm -hmm. to feel their stuff all the time, you know, and I'll see if yeah. I can do it with my that's friends. A, that's a tough one. Definitely for a parent. And, and empaths tend to um, take on other people's stuff. Sometimes they become the victims and, and it's like, that's yeah. a whole nother class in itself. A lot of people are born with intuition and their, their higher chakras open. So uh, what do I do? It's like, um, the time alone i just got to spend a lot of time alone so how did you get through your empath empath issues sharon well um it was after my near-death experience when uh when i my guides started teaching me my guide yeshua he's he's my big teacher he's my <laughs> the one who teaches me everything he's always with me 
not in a religious way, Jesus, not in a religious way, but um, after my near-death experience, I, um, he's the one who met me. I, in meditation with him, he helped me understand how to, how to handle it. And he g- gave me a rule of thumb. If it's negative, it's not yours. <laughs> Just remember that. If it's negative, it's not yours. Yeah. So release it, let it go. Know that it's not yours. If it's positive, we'll keep it. I had, I sat in my room every night at nine o'clock. It was my classroom. And at one point I saw, um, they showed me, one of my studies was a whiteboard. I can see in my inner vision, but just very clear, like I see in the physical world, where they would tell me, they told me, he sat there and told me, I had more than one teacher at that time, but um, he sat there and told me, okay, just let your thoughts come. And I could see my thoughts on this gauge on a whiteboard, this energetic whiteboard, and at what level they were on, like the, the gauge was from one to 100 or something like that like this temperature gauge and uh, and it would show up on this gauge and if it was below 50, they'd swipe it. This is before cell phones. They'd swipe it and said, you don't need to keep that. Let it go. Let it go. If it was above 50, oh, I, well, maybe we'll keep that. If it was really high. One of my thoughts that came through, we'll definitely keep that. <laughs> so they were showing me that I need any anything negative or anything below energy that was coming into my my um, energy field, I did not need to keep it. First of all, it wasn't mine. If I was thinking of something that maybe happened to me or think, you know, you know how we get those tangents where we keep going on a, (laughs) yeah, on a thought stream. And so then swipe, he just swipe, 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 swipe them off the, off the whiteboard. (laughs) I like that because when I first started, you know, reading books and and, and figuring out the empath part of me, I... Uh, had somebody in a book tell me, I guess, uh, I, I choose not to feel this because I used to read the newspaper. I used to cr- walk across the street and see the name. And my heart, would it would sink. My energy would sink when I felt um, sympathy. I guess I felt bad for someone else. And gosh, that it, it, you don't want to go there because as soon as you start feeling bad for someone else, then your upper chakra is closed. And it goes directly under your heart, into your stomach. So it's, it's one of those things I have to say. Well, for instance, we just had that plane go down where exactly where I swim. And it's, I have to practice that today. I don't want to go there because I feel for these people because they haven't found them or anything. And so, and being a medium, I definitely don't want to know anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to, so today I need to go to that place and I need to say, I choose not to feel this and just swim and be and relax. But it's, it's, it's the world. There's a lot going on out there that you cannot see. And that's what Definitely. you do. You deal with that energy. Yeah, and our thoughts are things. So they're in energy is a thing. I we just don't see it. Just like EMFs, we don't see. And so they're swirling all around us, and we're constantly bombarded with fear-based thoughts and and energies. And so, um, yeah, it causes a lot of problems if we don't know how to handle it. And we have to be balanced. So those higher chakras with the, you know, the lower chakras, you bring it together in the heart chakra. We, we, we're at ease. We flow. We get our own information when we need it. Life seems to flow. And then we get out of balance and we don't do our meditation and we don't go to the beach. And like I was too busy there for a while. And then I had those constant voices in my head, chatter, 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 chatter. Mm-hmm. So we need to slow down. <laughs> yeah. And I think this is a tough time for empaths because there's so much chaos in the world right now and 
you know, we want to bring it on ourselves and try to fix it and change it and help people. And, you know, I, I'm empathic too. So it, it, that I think now we need that quiet time more than any time ever. So, and the world's always yeah. been chaotic. We just didn't see it in our face. We just didn't see it. It's just, yeah, yeah. it's coming out in the open now. Yep. And then there's so much uh, information. This is the information age. That's what's really shutting us down too. Because the earth, the earth is essential. <laughs> and yeah. a lot of people aren't spending any time outside and they're in front of their computers working. Then they go home and watch television and then they scroll yeah. through their phone all day long. So, and, and I'm not, I'm not preaching. I'm just saying, gosh, your health will improve if you, I, I want to detox because I've been, you know, marketing and working for this, this place where I had to do all this Instagram, blah, blah, blah. I, I detox after the show today. I've got to stop, you know, it's too much. And I can feel those thoughts racing in my head. And at night, I call it data dumping. Whether you know it or not, you've taken in everything you've seen. So if you have like really weird dreams at night, you might trace it back to a Facebook post from a friend. Then you might trace it back to the television show you watched. You might trace it back to a conversation, but it's just a bunch of jumble. And your, mm -hmm. your mind wants to clear, you know, and it wants to make you healthy. So if you're not dreaming, like the good dreams, the good dreams are like uh, what Nate had, or dreams that help you with a situation, or a dream where a loved one comes through and say they're, say they're okay. That's what dreams, that's the best kind of dreams. Right. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I find that during the night I'm dumping, like you said, because um, I dreaming and out of body experiences are my I live for my nighttime travels. And I find that I'm dumping earlier in the night because we have dream cycles. Mm -hmm. And so four or five of them, depending on how much we um, dreaming we do, but uh, our sleeping we do. But in the morning is when I get my most profound experiences and have and are able to get in those travels and conscious travel um, because I've dumped. <laughs> I want to talk more about dreams after the break. I forgot how much I love dream analysis. You're listening yeah. to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Do you feel stressed, exhausted, or burned out? Would you like to identify your unique warning signs and know what to do? Are you ready to learn how to calm your system and increase your energy so you are healthier, happier, and more productive? Learn from an expert. I transform my life from burnout to bliss, and you can too. Go to MarlaWilliams.net, click on Learn, and sign up for my Burnout Prevention Formula course and move from burnout to bliss in just six weeks or less. Are your medical expenses increasing, but your health is not improving? True Health offers unique services where Kasara empowers clients with intuition, education, and proven resources. Better choices can be made when information is available. Now's the time to visit TrueHealth.com. That's T-R-U-Health.com. And schedule your appointment to achieve your health goals. Your body will thank you. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. 
to contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Lift your spirits at Bayview Healing Suites on beautiful Whidbey Island. Bayview Healing Suites offers treatments in beauty, health, and wellness, and is located at Bayview Corner, open seven days a week. Sonia Sushagani offers acupuncture and traditional Eastern herbal medicine that restores balance within your body, mind, and spirit. You can reach out to her to book your wellness and self-care session at goldenearthhealingarts.com. Take some time for yourself to relax at Bayview Healing Suites in Bayview Corner. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp? That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us this morning. And Tracy, who's that again? Coastal Cleanup. (laughs) (laughs) And your son. And where are they going to be playing? Uh, They're going to be at the Lucky Diamond Everett on Saturday. Wow. I'm so happy. Okay, cool. And now you guys are the Orb Sisters. What's your website? Uh, Well, I have a website, orbdiscoveries.com. And we have a Facebook page, which is or the Orb Sisters. And then Sharon has a website for her business. And what's on your website, Sharon? What's on my website is what I um, what I offer to everyone. I offer classes. I offer uh, private sessions, and a, a little bit about me and how I got to where I what I do now, and some tools to help you through. Um, through these transitions that were this shift that we're going through <laughs> there's a shift and what's the web- website it is sharonsananda.com s-h-a-r-o-n-s-a-n-a-n-d-a and i also have a youtube channel called ascension with sharon sananda cool <laughs> yeah. and we also have a youtube channel the orb sisters yes YouTube channel yep the orb sisters probably will take you to sharon and um too also right on facebook Pardon me? Yes. The Orb Sister on Facebook. So I'm going to just plug my open house Saturday, September 17th, 12 to 4. We had our open house March 2020. You know, that didn't take off very well. So we're having it two years later. (laughs) (laughs) And that will be September. And it's on Whidbey Island at Bayview Cash Store, this beautiful place that um, uh, Bayview Healing Suites is at. And we're doing uh, uh, every hour a class. Uh, we got sound uh, healing with the sound bowls. We've got... uh, happy feet i like that how how to stay grounded and all that that good stuff and then we have uh, my friend sonia who i adore she's been on the show uh she talks about acupuncture and the changing of the seasons and i'm gonna do chakras 101 and i'm gonna get the party started back where i belong doing my healing work two years nice. later <laughs> nice in in, in person in person and also the world needs you well and, and yes. the retreats now it's the time to come out to the island I really didn't want to do August. It is so busy. The, the island was heavy, we say. You know, there's so many tourists. I can't even get you on a ferry. So September, October, the most beautiful times to come out to Woodby Island. It's a four-hour retreat, a Reiki session, chakra reading. We do a labyrinth, which is beautiful. And then we go to the beach, and then we go to Langley, and we have a dinner or lunch. And if you want to stay for sunset, I'd be happy to do that with you, too. If you want to swim, I've had a few swim <laughs> with me during sunset, so come out it's a dina-marie.com so dreams 
I say, if you have someone that's crossed over or you have a question to the universe, you just write it down. Show me a sign. What job should I do? And if you can go to bed and drink just a little bit of water <laughs> and then just pay attention to your dreams, you'll get a tap on the shoulder. And a dream journal is really <laughs> a fun thing to do. And really, I love doing dreams with kids. So we always did them at first thing in the morning, and they would talk about their dreams. And now my six-year-old granddaughter tells me her dreams every morning when I spend the night. It's just so cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that as an adult, a dream journal is critical because you can look back at your dream journal and, and look at messages that maybe the, you didn't know happened. I mean, you didn't know about it at the time, prophetic dreams, things like that. And you see patterns, you get all kinds of messages in your dreams. That's the easiest way I've found for spirit to communicate with this is in our dreams. I do teach classes on that too. And it's, I mean, I, if I don't remember my dreams, you know, it's very rare. I have to be really, really tired and I'm upset. <laughs> and if you're not dreaming, that's why I became a hypnotherapist. That's the good way for me to help your third eye. I call it reboot it, you know, give it a little mm -hmm. bit of CPR and I'll paint pictures for you so that you can see again, PTSD and, and, and draw, not drama, uh, abuse shuts trauma. down and that's why when kids bounce back from war scenes you know in the past life you can't know you don't know but an eight-year-old has ptsd and if they can talk about it and move through it then they can let it go so sedating them is not the answer it never has been never yeah so those are a few things you can do with your children and of course i i do color like i watch what color they're drawn to because that tells me a lot but yeah and then I want to, um, I would really love for, we talked about last time, but Tracy and I to do like a retreat with her cameras and get, but I forget about the two years we had a vacation, <laughs> so, but you know, yeah. gatherings and stuff. Yeah, I, they just disappeared. Those two years disappeared. <laughs> I, 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 I have a, I have no idea what happened, but I did really meet weird. with Tracy maybe two, three times. We met three times during this thing in mm -hmm. Snohomish and at Roy's house. Yeah. So we still had a social life. We did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still traveled and yeah, did my thing. <laughs> and so with, with the orbs, what can you let the listeners know about if they, like I've seen them before, they followed my son around a lot in pictures. Uh -huh. I showed you the picture of the one sitting on my daughter's lap who had yes. the person that actually died in that spot. So. Wow. Yeah, that's a, That was an amazing orb. Well, I, on my website, if you go to the, um, FAQ page, it'll tell you which cameras we use. Because uh, I noticed when we were at a SETI ranch last time, a lot of people don't know what cameras to use and they're trying to get orbs with their phones. And it's tough to get an orb with the phone because the, the shutter speed is um, slower, the flash is not as bright, um, the orbs use the flash to manifest. So you have to use, use your flash. Uh, so we buy our cameras off of eBay and um, pay, you know, 40 bucks or less for them. And the Nikon Coolpix S100 is our favorite. So you can find it on eBay. It, it, they don't make them anymore. So um, and it has a nice display so you can see your picture after you take it. And the the what looking at the orb um, on the camera is the best way to see it because when you transfer it onto the computer or whatever, it's not as good quality. So you want to look at it on the display. And 
we always see faces and communities and all kinds of interesting things in orbs and every single orb and Sharon is you know best at seeing faces because her third eye is a little more open than mine um but every time I show her an orb I see a face every time but <laughs> it's kind of a joke with us yeah. but um <laughs> anyway um yeah if you go to my website orbdiscoveries.com you can go to the FAQ page and it'll give you some tips on orb photography and I love teaching other people how to capture orbs because it's so fun and I always chat about the the higher chakras I mean what better exercise photography to me yes. is when you're focusing on something you're basically in the present moment you're not watching the news so if you can take beautiful photos or just focus on i love it as a new prescription i didn't put it in my book but focus on beauty focus on something other than mm -hmm. the other stuff so right. it's a good prescription right and i always say add... believing is seeing so yes. you know yeah. when you're open then that's when you see okay go ahead sharon go. oh sorry i just wanted to say that when i analyze my photos and because you, sometimes you don't see a lot of all the time you don't see everything in the photo on you know when you're taking the photo and when you analyze them and up upload them to your computer or wherever you see so much more and that's when my third eye just boom opens up completely is when i'm looking at the photos afterwards and see so much they're so interdimensional there there's so many layers through throughout the photos and not just orbs but all kinds of anomalies we get all kinds of anomalies spirit mists where you can see all kinds of um scenes and beings and you and then you um when you go down into it you know you uh you know how you're um go zooming in then you see even more kind of like our body <laughs> you know we're cells we're the we're the whole body and then when you zoom into the body you see the cells that make up the body that kind of thing so there's so much to to get when you're taking pictures and that's such a metaphor what are you focusing on and zoom in zoom in on that feeling that feels good zoom mm -hmm. into the stuff that that interests you zoom into the fact that you might be able to talk to your mom who's crossed over a long long time ago and let go of the the grief uh, zoom in to something and i think those are the higher chakras i love it a bunch of metaphors today and be open-minded that's the the crown chakra open-minded to a whisper yeah. or an angel or what you know, people like fairies whatever open up to it and it will start to happen and your life will change and then you'll make a difference Definitely. exactly perfect i love you too we could do all kinds oh, we of love things you. together we love you too <laughs> yes all right well and we're gonna end uh, what's the name of the song um nate's song wolf shirt wolf shirt is that what it is benny yep. oh, I, i'm not sure which that is correct is. yep cool so we're going to end the show in its entirety with that sh uh song and i invite everyone back next week for more people place and activities that will lift your spirits